everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So, this is number show 119. I almost said 19, and I was like, guys, that's not right. 119. I got to get that straight. So, um, anyways, today we have a very special guest. We're welcoming Amber Bartow. Um, She's actually my successor. She's Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen 2014. And um, as you all know, I experienced Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen throughout the year, and it's just been an awesome experience. So, I said, hey, Amber, why not come on and join me today? I want to know all about your nationals experience and how everything's going so far. So um, first question, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. I'm still recovering from nationals. It was yes. kind of harsh. I went straight from nationals the day I got back right into school. So I've been really tired, but it's been a lot of fun and I'm really excited for what this year will bring. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. Well, of course. I'm glad I could come. Yes, very much. So tell me a little bit about yourself and just what it's like to be in pageants. Well, I've been in pageants for about 10 years, and this is my first year ever doing this circuit, and I'm really excited I got involved. When I first started, I never thought how much this would evolve me, Mm -hmm. and I have become such a different person. I have gotten out into my community more. I've experienced so many different things that I never thought I'd get the opportunity to, and I'm really thankful for pageants for doing this for me. That's great. So tell me a little bit about your platform and just everything that has gone into your life. I know you're a huge dancer. That was your talent, which we'll also talk about. But um, yeah, just everything about yourself that just kind of makes you who you are. Okay, well, my platform is preventing and curing pancreatic cancer. And I actually lost a mentor to this disease. And that's, that's why I pursued this as my platform. And I work on raising funding and awareness of pancreatic cancer through my work with the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. And then I also created my own event called the Purple Craze Dance-a-thon to raise funding for pancreatic cancer. That's my platform. And then I am actually a junior at Mountain Point High School. I'm a varsity cheerleader. I'm actually now the new captain of my senior dance company, which is really strange because usually juniors don't get that. (laughs) And that that's a lot of what I do with my school life. I'm also a competitive dancer as well. And I also mentor children and try and choreograph for them as well. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on all of that success. And uh, it sounds like (laughs) from people watching and listening to my show, if they're a steady listener, they'll know that I'm very busy and active in my life. So you're really just like me in terms of that. We never sit down and have a break and we don't want one either. That's the thing. Some people, they're like, you know, are you ready to take a break? And I'm like, what break? Why would you want one of those? I know. What's a break? Like, like <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's awesome, though. And uh, how do you deal with balance then? That's kind of a, a question that comes up to me because everybody, they have their own lifestyle. Obviously, we have our own hobbies. And it's just some people, they don't, they can't multitask. And that's a huge thing for us is multitasking Indeed. and just having a schedule, sometimes not having a schedule, just kind of <laughs> running with it. So how do you deal with like balance and just shoving everything into one day? Well, I think especially over this past year, I've really started to work on my time management skills. I've gotten really good at that. <laughs> that's good. Also, I think a really important part of that is communication, being co- communicative with your leaders of the different activities you do and making sure they understand what you have in your life and they understand how you're going to work with the organization or whatever activity it is to be dedicated but as keep involved in everything else you do as well. 
That's great. But I, I would say that balance is an important part, though. It definitely sure, is. I agree. And I'm glad you mentioned time management. That's <laughs> one of the hugest things for me, too. I'm one of those people where I'm like big procrastinator on some me things too. not everything guys like thank god for fedex and like overnight <laughs> shipping and things of that sort but uh even just like for school i know you were talking about you had like a summer project or Definitely. something and yeah. you're like oh man nationals like where did summer that go was really hard that was a that was a very difficult part i spent my night after i got off the plane and my night on the plane filling out everything i needed to do for my summer project writing those essays getting those creative projects done i'm just really happy i read the books before nationals oh very thank god with that <laughs> that's awesome though so just how did you hear about miss arizona's outstanding team because like you said this is your first year in the circuit and you you kind of just got involved through there and i think that's the special thing about it is that you don't have to be doing the system for a very long time but uh if you get involved a lot of people just kind of connect with it and they kind of run with it yeah i heard about miss arizona's outstanding teen i did a different pageant again for 10 years and a lot of the girls who i knew around their teenager uh, years they went into this circuit and I was really interested by it and so I went and watched it a couple of times and actually one of the past Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen Marissa Mezzatesta that's that's the first year I actually started watching and getting mm -hmm. involved and I also always have wanted to be Miss America I thought that would be so cool awesome. and the year I watched Mallory Hagen won uh, she and the first runner-up actually remind me a lot of myself which inspired me to actually get involved in this and so I took a couple years to get prepared and kind of dive in but once I did dive in I went full throttle and I just did everything I could and I'm so excited to be a part of this amazing program. That's awesome so I love to ask this question to all of the winners all the pageant winners like literally it's like what was your first thought during crowning because it's a little like some people that maybe haven't watched pageants before like as audience members, like me watching a pageant, I'm like that one girl that's like at the edge of her seat. I'm like, oh my God, is she going to be crowned? Oh my God, she needs this. <laughs> and then my mom, I asked my mom that too. I'm like, so how do you feel like when I'm on there? She's like, oh, oh, I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, kind of nervous. I'm like jumping out of my seat. <laughs> that was me. So everybody's different, but uh, love to hear your little crowning story, if you will. Well, I never expected to win. And when it came down to me and the first runner up, we were standing there and I was thinking, oh, she's going to do such a good job this year. Oh, okay. I, I'm so happy I got to where I was. And when they announced her as first runner up, I just was so taken aback. I did not believe it at all. It was such a surreal moment. And at that moment, I just felt like all my hard work had paid off and everything I had done to get to that point was just so fulfilling because I was there and mm -hmm. then I was so excited to see what would happen this year that also went through my head to go and compete at Miss America's Absolutely. Outstanding Teen and mm -hmm. to go and represent the state throughout the year at different locals and different events and I was just really excited to get this amazing opportunity. That's wonderful and I know it is intense when you're like because usually you hold the other person's hand and you kind of just like put your heads down and you kind of like close your eyes and you're just like waiting and then <laughs> That's the thing. Some pageants, they'll, they'll say, like, who the winner is first. And they'll be like, oh, Miss Arizona's outstanding teen 2014 is. And it's like, you're waiting for your name. But if it's the other way around, like, and the first runner-up is. And then it's like, if they don't say your name, then obviously it takes a moment or two to, like, <laughs> fully sink in. And then when you do, it's like, oh, the crying, the hands in the face. Like, <laughs> like just, like, leaning down and just, oh, it just comes it does. Comes. It definitely does. But it's a beautiful moment, though. It is. Absolutely. So tell me about the areas of competition and what they look like. 
Well, of course, there's interview, which is always a great part. That's when you actually get to get on a personal level with your judges, and they they ask you and try to figure out about yourself and different thing your different views on different things that are going on in the world. And I actually love that part because I love to be able to show them who I am. And I love to be able to get on that personal level with the judges and not have them be those aliens that you're just watching out for the entire Absolutely. week. And then there's fitness or the lifestyle and fitness competition, which is different from teens and miss, but I actually really like the fitness competition. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. It's kind of a stress reliever. You get to do those nice little kicks and push-ups, and that is a lot of hard work, but it definitely <laughs> is so worth it, and I love doing it. And then there's evening gown and on stage, which that is my scariest part by far. I love I remember that. <laughs> I remember you telling me that now that it's Definitely. Just- oh, my God. It is so – it's such a fearful moment for me because you have seen so many of those screw-ups on YouTube and on the oh my news. Gosh. There's just so much that – Anticipation for that onstage question. Oh, it's question. true. It's true. I don't blame you. <laughs> and once you finally do it, oh my god, it is such a good feeling to just be able there to get up there and talk and be fluent and not to be one of those YouTube those viral videos that <laughs> everybody sees. And then lastly, there's talent, which is another mm-hmm. one of my favorites because I love entertaining. That's always something I've really enjoyed doing, and I try to pick talents that are very audience interactive and I can really get them involved with and that's what I feel my talent always does and that's one of why it's one of my favorite portions that's awesome I know what you mean about that whole like on stage oh question God, though it's I remember we were backstage about that and she's like wow I'm really nervous for this and I was just <laughs> like man I get that way too like <laughs> like for on stage question because you don't know what the question's gonna be not at all and it, not at all it could be anything it could be like something that's just like a topic today or it could be something about yourself and it's just like it could go anyway but yeah that feeling after you get it done is like yes it's amazing we lived through it so (laughs) that's wonderful but if you had to pick like one area of competition let's say which one would you pick as your favorite Oh, that's a really tough one because it honestly depends on my panel of judges I Mm -hmm. usually love talent talent's absolutely amazing I love entertaining as I said before I love being able to get the audience involved to hopefully get them to really play off of me and really to just have a good time with them but at the same time if you get a really nice panel of judges who really just wants to figure out who you are mm-hmm. I love interview because that is just something that I've always enjoyed doing I've loved talking to people I've loved learning about people and I love sharing my stories with people and my experiences and that's a great time to do it as an interview and again to get on that personal level with the judges and really take that step closer to them instead of having those them be those people that you look through like a glass window to see so yeah absolutely well amber will have some more questions for you but for now let's go ahead and take a break keep it right here you're listening to the thing what do you want to do are you interested in the performing arts If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. 
Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Fame Game. So still here with Amber. And we were just kind of talking about the areas of competition and what her favorite part is. And uh, you said that it kind of depends on the panel of judges. And I'm really glad that you mentioned judges because that's something I feel that we should go into a little bit. It's so weird. You you kind of have to feel out your judges, I, I think, because like you mentioned, it's it could go one way or another. They're either really nice or they seem a little bit intimidating or you can have a mixture of both. For example, like going into some interviews, you can tell straight off the bat that there's like a person trying to be the the stern judge or Definitely. trying to be the, the mean or serious judge. Like you can tell they're like acting that part, but there are other judges that you're just like, wow do you really just like not like me or are you are you just really like that because that's what happened my year with interview I'm just like mom I don't think she likes me (laughs) I'm like her entire face the entire time was like so straight and everything but then after crowning it was just like oh my god you did such a good job sweetheart and I'm like who are you (laughs) like like what so absolutely judges are you kind of got to feel insane yeah you can there you can have so many different types of judges. I remember at state when I was competing and I, I was crowned, mm-hmm. I had two judges that just pretty much did the entire interview for me. There was the, the the two there were two other judges that just sat there silently the entire time staring at me and I was like, Do you do you not want to talk to me? Exactly. Are you like, scared? Yeah. And I was like thinking maybe they're inexperienced and they just don't want to ask the questions but the one one of the ladies who asked me the most questions she I remember was sitting on the end of the table and I felt so awkward because I was always talking to the end of the table but she was getting so involved with me Mm -hmm. and she was doing such a good job of making me feel comfortable and then a couple of the other ladies that were judges as well did did a very good job it's just she for some reason just was killing it and she was giving me those questions that I could just have full-on conversations with oh absolutely yeah, it was great that I really liked my panel from state, definitely. That's wonderful. Yeah, I look back and I'm just like, you know, they were they were good. They were good. Yes. They were good. I love meeting them afterwards too, because then you <laughs> you get to that have is a, awesome. Yeah, you get to have a sense of like, oh, so you were just doing that to me? I got <laughs> you. Like it makes so much sense. And I heard that through the system that the instructor they're instructed through Miss Arizona not to smile at you, or at least maybe that's just for the Miss part of it from what I had from Jen's interview. And I was like, man, can you imagine like going through that and like the the judges are instructed not to smile at you? Yeah, I've been at some pageants where they are like, you have to keep a straight face the entire time that you're watching talent because you Mm -hmm. cannot clue off any girl or they'll be like, do something to throw them off. So when they're doing the opening numbers or something, they'll stare at the first runner up and they'll keep staring at the first runner up. Actually, California told me that happened to her oh this gosh. year is on finals night when they were like announcing everything. They were she was like, oh, my God, that first the, the, the girl who won, uh, was awarded first runner up. They're like, she's won. She's won. That's the only person the judges are looking at. There is no question. She has won. And then she ended up getting first runner up that would throw me off so much oh it was it's insane I can't believe they'd ever be able to do that I mean I want to stare at the girl who I thought was gonna win but exactly apparently that's not in their judging yeah judging sense but yeah it's a little funny in terms of that because 
I'm just like, you know what my biggest goal is to do with those types of people? I'm going to try to make you crack a smile. Yes. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make you crack a smile. And if I did, woohoo. That job is the well most done. rewarding feeling. <laughs> so. I felt I was able to do that at state. And mm-hmm. after my talent, I was like, I had watched them in a couple of the talents not smiling. And I'm like, no, they're one of those panels. I like, oh, I can't no. deal. And then, like, in my talent, I was clapping and jumping around. And I saw them. And one of them, like, kind of smiled and started, like, getting into it. And yeah. she was, like, bobbing her head. And then she caught herself and stopped. And then, <laughs> like, at the end, they smiled. And I was so – I felt so happy because I was able to make them do that. And I was able to, to get them involved in my performance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as performers, um, your mom actually told me this, too, during nationals. And we kind of, like, feed off adrenaline. But we mm-hmm. also – feed off of audience reaction and I mean that it's not in every circumstance like it's not about the number of claps and everything but you can kind of have a feeling a sense of aura from the people that are watching if they're like into you yes and if they are then it's like that's a pretty awesome feeling. It takes have your to performance say. to a whole new level. Oh, yes. So with that being said, how long have you been dancing? Because in my opinion, you're a wonderful dancer. Oh, thank you. And I mean, I'm bad at dancing just uh at least in my opinion people are like well you could dance and like no no you you're you killed those little mambo things in the opening number thanks well it was like <laughs> slightly off count possibly i'm like oh this is why i'm a singer guys thank you <laughs> and it, yeah it's just everybody has their their forte i suppose but uh but yeah maybe you could teach me how to dance <laughs> you can teach me how to sing Um, I've been dancing since I was three. I started off, I I lived in California for a little bit, and I started off there with a couple of different studios taking the little combo classes, Mm -hmm. and then I moved to Arizona, and now I am at a studio called the Tempe Dance Academy, and we're actually a very intense studio. Um, A couple of our teachers, the ballet teachers, are Suzanne Farrell, which is the the company that dances for the Mm -hmm. president, so it's a very, very awesome studio. I'm very proud to be there, and that's I've really gotten into dancing through them. That's when I really started to blossom is when I went there and I started to to find myself. And actually, we have a one of our dancers on So You Think You Can Dance right now. Actually, she no just way. got eliminated on, eliminated on Wednesday. Aww. It was She made top 10, though, so she's going to be traveling the, the U.S. and touring as That's part awesome. of the So You Think You Can Dance cast. So we were really excited for mm-hmm. her. That's so wonderful, though. Can you imagine, like, just the fact that you know those types of people and oh my then God, it's they're amazing. on? And then it's, like, an amazing feeling. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, wow, I know you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I've grown up with her, too. I've known yeah, her since she absolutely. was probably, like, 9 or 10, and I've actually taken over over a lot of her solos that she did when she was younger and so it's really cool that I'm I was kind of following in her footsteps and then she went on to make it so big on this tv show Mm -hmm. and it's really it was really cool to watch yeah do you think you'd ever do so you think you can dance or what's your feelings I I could the the thing with so you think you can dance is you know you have to have that really good story and you also have to be really good and it being a contemporary or a jazz dancer there's a lot of those and unless you Mm -hmm. have like a crazily intense story that sets you apart from everyone else you're just going to be thrown into the contemporary jazz dancer category so Mm -hmm. I feel I might do it just for the experience of being able to audition and being able to have that opportunity but I also want to do explore other opportunities in my life I do want to go to Broadway I want to audition there Mm -hmm. and then I also want to start my law career and see where that can take me and there's just so much else I'd love to do with my life and it it could be a part of my path but it I, I doubt it yeah, it's a possibility. It could happen, you know, but that'd be very, very, very cool. So, uh, 
Yeah. And then I know we talked a little bit about your platform, but tell me a little bit more about the Purple Craze Dance-a-thon and just what that was like. I unfortunately could not attend. I was very bummed, but um, I heard it went very well and I saw yes. the pictures and I was like, how cute. I love this. <laughs> so yeah. The Purple Craze Dance-a-thon is something I created to support funding and awareness of pancreatic cancer. And what I did is I created in what was essence a big dance party that I'm hoping to hold annually. And now that I'm Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen spread across the state and hopefully by the time in the next couple of years spread it nationwide and start getting everyone in the country involved and what I did is I handed out these fundraising sheets and you know I got people to go out and raise money for pancreatic cancer and then 70% of what they made went to pancreatic cancer research and then the other 30% went back to a fundraiser of their choice so that way they could get involved and then when you were there it was just having a big fun dance party everybody got up danced we limboed we played different games where we tied like balloons to our ankles we hula hooped we gave out prizes it was it was a great time and we ended up raising about twelve hundred dollars for pancreatic cancer so it was a great event and i'm excited for what it is to bring this year very 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 cool so with everything being said and and being in arizona and since you are miss arizona's outstanding teen and you just got back from nationals so please tell me about your experience i think that's that's an exciting part that everybody wonders because i always say this all the time on my show everybody's a different person so that means that we all have different experiences so it's nice to see what their perspective is on it but it sounds like you had a pretty fun time i did i mean when you go into something like this you're always told oh my god it's going to be such a great experience you're going to make so many new friends you're going to your life is pretty much going to be forever changed you're always like oh yeah that's just the cheesy things that everybody says but it really is that i really did walk out with 52 new friends i got close with so many different states actually the girl who won georgia oh my god she was a hoot she was hilarious she'd play tricks on our medic and Mm -hmm. we do she'd do the funniest things and then a couple of the people in my dressing room like arkansas and california and hawaii we got so close because you you know you spend all that time with each other true and it is very tiring it is very stressful you get probably at most three hours of sleep a night and you have those nice early morning breakfasts and it's just it's hard it is really physically and mentally challenging but it is so worth it and you get so much out of the experience and I'm so happy I was able to attend this and be a part of such a great organization absolutely it's something you're gonna remember forever and like we mean it we mean yes, it yes you completely. really will so I love that but it looks like I'm being cued for another break so let's go ahead and do that you're listening to the Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids' First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Let's talk soon. Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. 
Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. Amber's still here with us. So we were talking about her nationals experience and just getting into a little bit about, you know, what the experience was like and um, to recap, basically, and everything. It's something that will change your life forever, and we totally mean it, like I said, just to fill you in if you just tuned in right now but um what was it like to represent arizona among 52 other states because you know you don't really get it till you get there like at our state pageants we typically we've had a bigger audience kind of like come yeah. come in the last mm-hmm. few years so exactly it's, it's growing so we've had anywhere from like 20 to 30 girls and we're hoping this year to get like 40 or 50 Let's girls do it. yeah so that's our that's our goal is to to keep growing with that but then you come on the stage and there are 52 other girls surrounding you and you're like this just got real so what is it like <laughs> to just kind of feel that way it's a special feeling though it definitely is it was it was really nice to be the only one from your state you you felt like you you had to do everything you could to make your state proud and I really like that feeling. I, I really thought I try. I tried to represent Arizona well, and there's definitely those people who are like, "Why do you live in that state? It's dry and it's hot, and I don't know what you're talking. Why yeah. you live there?" And th- you feel the same way about so many different other mm-hmm. states. And True. so you just have to do a good job representing where you're from and explaining why you you live there and why you're so happy to be a resident of Arizona. And I felt. My interview was actually pretty hard because of all the issues going on in Arizona. And I th- yeah. still think I, I did a really good job of representing Arizona's Absolutely. views and what, what they do to provide Arizona with such a good, like, protection and a good good government. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I struggled a little bit there. I, I lost no, where I was you're good. You're good. But, I mean, that is the great part about it. I'm really glad that you mentioned that part also that you know you're proud to be from Arizona because you truly are proud to be from there and it is funny when other people ask like no way it really gets like 120 degrees and I'm like yeah and they're like is it humid I'm like no it's dry heat let me just laugh about that some more so it's really crazy and super funny but uh it is a good experience and the fact that you get to feel that way in terms of just like I am Arizona I get to represent that it was really cool I really did it is so I'm glad you enjoyed it because it's a special little feeling too and the fact that everybody just kind of gets to to know a little bit more about your state and that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I think people overlook too you're literally bringing a piece of your state with you it's not like I'm just like oh I represent Arizona it's like I'm literally bringing a piece with me yeah you definitely learn so much more about the other states too I learned it's illegal to sing while wearing a bathing suit in Florida and it's like frowned upon to shower naked and there's a lot of (laughs) other really weird rules that, that go on in all the other states I'm like I don't think Arizona has anything like that yeah let me go look it up (laughs) I want to go check that out now but I learned so many weird things there was something about chewing gum in like a public area it it was just so strange to learn about all the different states and what 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 they're like it is true I did learn the same thing about Florida when I was there and I was just like (laughs) really like what that happens yeah it's just I I I it's so strange. Yeah, I just love the the fact when people react to the whole like Arizona thing, and they're like, "Oh, like it is that hot?" Yeah, like- Arkansas looked at me, and she's like, "You know, there are those states that I just 
I don't say anything, but I look at them and I'm like, why do you put yourself there? Why do you live there? And North Carolina was trying to sell Arkansas and coming to North Carolina. I looked at her. I'm like, why don't you come to Arizona? And she goes, what's in Arizona? And I'm like, there's so much. Like the, like, Grand the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. There's so much you can do in Arizona. And mm-hmm. people just don't understand it. Yeah. And it's, you know, the funniest thing that I got too was that you're from Arizona, like as if like you don't look like you came from Arizona, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I do have fake tanner on, so like, is that not helping? Is that not persuading you enough? Like, am I supposed to look like you're from Arizona? So I think it's funny because they just get a whole bunch of different girls together, and I really think that sets everybody apart. That's it like does. the truest thing about it is that you are your state's representative. You earn that spot, and regardless if you look like you came from Arizona or not, you're still representing it. So no, yeah, there were definitely places where it's like, oh, you don't quite look like you'd come from that state yeah. but you did so exactly so I think that's a funny part about that it's funny I love it and also just was there like one person in particular that you made a connection with while you were there I know you said that your roommate is Indiana yes, yes. Indiana was awesome I really quite enjoyed her I actually I got close with Indiana and my brother was hilarious he when he'd drop off gifts for me he'd drop off these huge cards for her and make her all Aww. these meaningful things so she was definitely one person also in my room I was in the blue group so I had to share a mirror with Arkansas and I've mentioned mentioned her quite a few times and I don't know if she liked me but oh my god she was hilarious and I just wanted to be around her like all the time because she'd say the funniest stuff. She was just a mm-hmm. little ball of fire. She had such like a quick like attitude, and it was so like adorable. I loved her, and everyone in my blue group room actually I got really close with. I mean, we didn't have a chant like the white group had this huge chant, mm-hmm. and we were always like really, really because like oh, it was like white group, <laughs> and it was we huge. had the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I was a part of that, but. Yeah, I can't. I think it was in the white group, actually. They had a chant, and it was like, white group, white group, white group, cross it, white group, white group, white group. Yeah, they had that, too, last year. Oh, my gosh, that brings back so many memories now that you mentioned that. It happened on stage, too, (laughs) because Georgia, who who won, she was on the white group. So when we all went back to group hug, she's like, white group, white group, white group, because she was like the creator of that. Oh, my God. It's like, thank you so much. You're the founder of this. Yes. It was yeah. Just, and I think it was like Hawaii last year that they told Leah when she was crowned that, um, I want you to say peace out, Girl Scout, like at the end of your like, thank you speech. She and did. And she did. She, she did. did that. She Definitely. did. I Be- was wondering. I was like, wow. I d- Why I would you feel say like that? She's one of those people who would say peace out, Girl Scout. But yeah. She did. And no, I- Hawaii was like on it. She was wow. like, I want you to say it. And we were like, well, this just got like serious. Like she was like, <laughs> not just like, can you say it? She was like, you're going to say it. <laughs> okay okay but it's funny you just make so many connections and it's cool because and one thing I like to bring up too is that like pageants they think it's all serious and like competitive it it is it is competitive it definitely is is competitive there are times of pressure there are times of like anxiety like honestly where you're just like oh dang this is like this is legit so but there are also times when like there are a group of girls. You're all group girls. We're all teenagers. We have same interests, things like that. And we just like to have fun with each other. Yeah, we, we, we could be friends. We could be nice. We just, talked quite a bit about boys. That that was one of the main topics, learning yeah. about different boys and how they related into other people's lives. And <laughs> we, we definitely were stalking some people on Instagram now and, and Twitter. 
because of our conversations with with all the the boys that we learned about because we are teenage girls yeah I, it's just funny because it's like we're teenage girls it doesn't change anything not so, at all and we act the same in competition it's like too. going to a sleepover that lasts for a week and exactly. that's exactly what you should expect out of it i think that's a, that's exactly how they explained it because they have this app called group me so fyi for the people who don't know about it if you have a whole bunch of group of friends and you want to talk together you can add as many people as you want it works really well for the non-iphone people who exactly. can't get the group chat because that's me i'm partying with the windows phone which is awesome i love the windows phone it's just you can't get group chat so yeah. group me works really well on that one absolutely and so they added all of the class of 2013 on there and like i said i was up to date i was like Woo-hoo, go arizona like yeah <laughs> we represent and everything but then it was just funny because we were all on there and it was like literally a giant sleepover like when we first heard about the app we were like what is happening? We're like always on here. I get like 1,253 notifications when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, when I was there with Leah, who was Miss, er- or Miss America's Outstanding Teen last year, she was always on her phone and we'd be like, mm-hmm. who are you talking to so much? And she'd be like, oh, the class of 14. I, we have our group meet chat and we're, we are always talking and she'd laugh and talk about the different states saying stuff. And it's just, it was really funny how mm-hmm. everybody stayed so close in contact. Absolutely. And going into that fact that I just kind of mentioned, like there's pressure and stress sometimes, mm-hmm. which it is, it's competition. And this is the thing too. Everybody wants it. You're obviously there for a reason. Every single girl wants it. And that means you too. It's like, you feel it, you want it, but only one person's going to take it. And that's just what it comes to at the end of the day. But how do you personally deal with like pressure and stress throughout the week? Because everybody's different and everybody kind of has their ways of like calming themselves down, getting into the zone. And I really like to just try and forget that I am in competition. I like to talk to the girls. I like to get to know them. And I like to hear about their lives, learn learn what's going on. I, I'd say the, the most relaxed I, I was is when I was talking to Alabama at Medieval mm-hmm. Times. And I was kind of stressing out because the interview was the next day. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, 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 I'm so scared. It's going to be so hard. And she sat there and she talked to me. And she explained what her interview was like. And then we talked about how we got involved in the pageant. And stuff like that that that's what really calms me down to know that other people are going through the same thing I am and it's completely natural to feel that way and for some reason it just relaxes me so much and I thanked her for that entire week every time I go and talk to her she just calm me down and I think I did the same for her and she actually ended up doing really well she got second runner up and I was so happy for her Mm because she's such a great girl and that's that's one of the things that I feel really helps me relax that's awesome. I love that. And good advice, too. So with that being said, I know it's the time again. We got to take another break. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. 
Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and we're finishing up our very last segment with Amber. It's been a fun time, I have to say, talking about everything. Absolutely. And um, with the last segment, you know comes the featured song of the week at the end because me and music, we're just like this. And I found another song for you guys. I hope you're up for it. But anywho, back into nationals and just the week itself. One thing that we talked about over the break, and it's kind of funny, sometimes I wish there was like webcams or some type of like secretive audio taping going on during breaks because it's like the funniest stuff that happens during breaks with like all of my interviews I'm like wow like that should have been somewhere but again you guys got your your cell phones taken away the same thing that happened to us but it's kind of funny how everything works out because you never realize how much you rely on your cell phone until they like take it away from you Mm -hmm. and then you're like yeah let me just never mind (laughs) and then the one thing that happened with us was we were thinking like yeah we could just set our alarms on our phones well when we got there we really didn't have an alarm to set so we had issue exactly so it was just like all right gotta learn how to use a regular alarm in a hotel room and we did but the weirdest thing that happened is we there was something wrong with it or something we just weren't we weren't knowledgeable about it basically we were just like how the heck do we work this am i pressing the right buttons and baby got back started playing and like blaring in our room and we were like literally throwing this thing against the wall because it would not shut up and it was like 11 o'clock at night it's like oh my god our house moms are gonna kill us like what the heck but then yeah we, we made it but you would have to agree it's yes. hard not being without your cell phone it's definitely really hard it's a it's a new experience there are so many things that we'd be talking about different videos that people need to go watch or certain things that they needed to look up some weird the song we found it on ebay somehow like came up the mm-hmm. by weird al yankovic however you pronounce his name and i was like oh my god let me look it up for you and so i like went into my bag to grab my phone and i was like let me not look that up for you because I, I don't have my phone. And I was so ready to set my alarm clock on my phone in the mornings because I'm like, oh, I know I can wake up to my alarm on my phone. I've mm-hmm. done it before. That, that'll work. And it's like a decently peaceful thing. It's yeah. not too loud. Nope, you don't have that. So you had to learn how to set the alarm clock. And something very similar happened. We, we try, I was trying to set the alarm clock and there was something that said off. And so I pressed the off button and it started yelling at me like the radio was yelling at me like in Spanish and I was like I don't know how to turn this off and I kept pressing the off button yeah off button kept making it go back to what it was yeah it was not working so Indiana finally took control of the alarm she got used to that I'd set the wake-up calls because I was pretty good at that one Mm -hmm. and then I I decided um it was just a good idea to do everything I can to be able to wake up, but most of the time I didn't. I didn't. I would sleep until breakfast started, and then Indiana would wake me up and go, "I know we were supposed to wake up an hour ago, but you never woke up, so I didn't know if I just should let you sleep or what I should do." And that that provided some issues in the morning because you mm-hmm. did have to look cute, but 
I think I did a pretty solid job at like getting my amount of sleep in, looking decent every day, That's getting good. to breakfast. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a different experience without your phone though. Oh yeah. It's like a lifeline almost. And yes. the fact that like we were just mentioning too, you don't necessarily get that luxury of just being like, Hey mom, or like texting people and your loved ones and everything. But yeah, the alarm clock thing was a huge issue. And like you said, you got to look cute in the morning. So I try your best to do that. So yeah, but it was funny. Me and my roommate, they were just like, you got to get up, like wake up. <laughs> We're like, okay, this is no issue for waking up, but it's hard to do that by yourself though. It just is. To, to be in the mindset, like having a long night and then having only three hours of sleep, like you said, that was basically the average amount that yep. you got. And then just having to kind of be like, all right, we're going to get up, even though it's like three o'clock in the morning, Arizona time. And we're gonna look cute, and we're gonna go to breakfast. It was definitely jet lag was an issue the first couple oh, yes. of nights, but then by like the the second night, I'd have to say you were just so tired, you passed out, and you slept until you were told to wake up. So mm-hmm. we, we got used to it. We did. That's good. And overall, your overall experience. Let's just say, like, what did you learn about yourself? What would you say that you could pinpoint out of that? I what I learned about myself that's actually a really hard one because there's so much that you go through Mm -hmm. I did learn that I do depend on a lot of support and I do depend on the audience playing off of me I definitely depend on that kind of thing and it was kind of hard not having that like after my interview um it didn't exactly go as great as I had hoped and I was pretty Mm -hmm. upset and I was like oh my god I just need to go hug my mother Mm -hmm. but she wasn't there and you couldn't go hug her and instead you had to go into fitness rehearsals where they were yelling at you and you were just like I just I don't know what to do like eight hours long rehearsals and it's just that was one of the hardest points for me Mm -hmm. is not being able to see her and hug her and uh, communicate with my family and my supporters because that's something that always keeps me going is knowing I have people who want me there people who believe in me and and you never really got to see that until visitation or one of those events that you were at and had 10 minutes to talk to exactly that's basically it and also like not having everybody from Arizona at nationals, it was really hard on me because I do play off the audience a lot. And everybody there, it's kind of sad, but they all root for their state. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. No one really else claps for the states that aren't there. It's very silent if you have no one there. And I had, what, two people there, like, the first night. And then it slowly got better, but it was still really quiet. And they wouldn't yeah. play off of me or or help me to, to feel mm-hmm. good about my talent. So it was definitely harder, but I did pull through. I still feel very good about my performance I gave this week, this past week at Nationals, and I'm very proud to be able to represent Arizona, and it is still a great experience. That's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. The, whole, the best part about it is that you have a good experience. Whether you made it or not, it's just... It's one of those things, you know, like definitely even if you don't make the top, it's like it doesn't matter. You came out with like, you know, with scholarships, you you had this good time and this experience and then we'll come back one day to Miss America and we're going to rock it. Yeah. So I actually um, California looked at me or I, one of the states looked at me in the blue group and they go, I had never been so OK with not making it in a pageant before. Like I've never mm-hmm. had such an easy time like I've always been sad and none of us were sad I mean we were all a little disappointed because you know you you want to get up there but every single girl in the pageant deserved to be there every single girl deserved to have that crown and that was one thing that we all really noticed and that top 12 they were just what the judges like that day and that Mm -hmm. that happens and we were all very accepting of that very supportive we actually Georgia when she gave her on stage question it was so inspiring we all started crying backstage for her it was it was a really amazing experience and I'll never forget it 
that's amazing and it's just one of those things that's like like I said everybody goes home with something you're never not a winner it's like one person yes they go home with the crown so they get that part but then you also get the knowledge you get the experience and you then, get so much out yeah, of it the opportunity there are going to be more doors open in the future and there's lots to look forward to different judges different day different girls yep so that's just how it is so finally how can others follow your journey and see what you're up to for the rest of the year well i have my own facebook page it's miss arizona's outstanding teen you can go follow me on that and then also i have my own twitter account and my own instagram and those are both m-a-z-o-t 2014 and that way you can follow my entire journey and see what i do throughout the year see what different events i get involved with and what what's going on also you can keep updated with who's getting involved in the competition for next year and who might be the possible successor to me so that's the, the many ways you can follow me throughout my year Perfect. Well, thanks again, Amber, for joining us. I'm so glad I got Thank to have you, you on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So here it is, guys. It's the featured song of the week, and it is going to be Chasing the Sun by Hilary Duff. So hope you enjoy. listening to the fame game on the voice america kids radio network this show has been produced by the kid star radio network for voice america kids and again thanks for listening and up next is a song of the
Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kidstore album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on a Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough Brothers sitting behind her Who at this point of the song You need to realize is about five years younger than she is But he's still about two years older Than his little brother sitting next to him He glares down at his little brother And he's thinking to himself I can't wait till our sister's finally gone Then I'll sit up front Cause that's where I belong And I'll be rid of you You miserable worm Why don't you just run away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk Try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind I think you're a skunk And guess what? I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing Cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.